Hi, friends. Welcome to the Brave Enough Podcast. Grab some coffee, sit back, or enjoy your drive, and let's get authentic, real, and into the good stuff. I'm your host, Dr. Sasha Shilkut, and I'm so excited to hang out with you today, where we're going to talk about life and work and all the messy stuff in between. So get ready. In episode 37, Sasha tackles the topic of mom guilt. Now here's your host, Dr. Sasha Shilkut. Hello, friends. I'm so excited to come to you today and talk to you about something that, quite frankly, I've been avoiding talking about. Um, We're going to get into it in a minute, but first, I wanted to tell you that I am a coach for women who are struggling with work-life balance. And the biggest thing that they come to me with is I feel like I'm failing in a lot of areas of my life. And in reality, these are really high-achieving, amazing women. But they get to a place where they have kind of lost perspective on what their internal goals and objectives and really what drives them. And so this has happened to me multiple times, and this is why I created the masterclass. And I want to reach out to you because maybe you're listening and maybe you're thinking, you know, this is me, Sasha. A lot of what you talk about on your show, I can relate to, and I would like to go inward. And I would like to figure out my own goals and my own objectives and what I should be working on in my life. And maybe what you really need is a pause. And the masterclass is exactly that. It's a time to pause and do an internal reflection over 12 weeks with myself as your leader and kind of the mobilizer of the group. And I have created 12 lectures for you, which are incredible, along with a workbook that you're going to work through on your own time. It's all online and you can do it when it's most convenient for you and when you have an hour out of your week to work on these things. And then we get together and we just have a community once a week for 30 minutes. And if you can't join in, that's okay. You can listen online at another time because it's all recorded. And the amazing thing about this group is I'm telling you, I get such amazing feedback seeing the women change. Women have changed jobs. Women have changed their duties within their jobs. They have gotten out of relationships that were not healthy for them. They have set amazing goals and smashed them. And more than anything, they're living authentically and as themselves in peace. And so if you've never hit pause and you know you desperately need one, you need to hit pause in your life and say, you know what? I'm going to spend an hour and a half a week on myself going inward and asking myself questions. I have the course to guide you to do that. I want to encourage you to go to becomebraveenough.com and check out the masterclass and join me. The next class starts in September of 2019, and it's a small cohort that I do, and I would love to bring you along. So now we're going to talk about a topic that I've been asked to talk about multiple times. And to be really quite blunt and honest with you, because that's how I do life, <laughs> for those of you that know me, I have really not wanted to talk about this subject. And the reason is because I am a mom of four children and I'm still trying to figure things out myself. And I get a lot of questions on, you know, I want to do this in my work life, but I feel really guilty leaving my kids. Or I am struggling to find my role in my job and my career and where that fits in my family life. And here's the thing. You don't have to be a parent to listen today to be able to pick up some things that you probably also experience. Many of you are caregivers for your parents or you take care of your niece and nephews or, you know, you have friendships and relationships in your life that need you. And so I don't think that what I'm going to say today just applies 
applies to parenthood. I think that it actually applies to most of us who have careers. And I'm talking about the difference between, you know, a job and a career. A lot of people have jobs, but if you really want a career where you feel like you have, you want to accomplish something professionally in your work life, whether that's in the home or outside of the home, it could be a home business. It really can take a toll on you as you try to figure out the split between how your passion is and drives in your work life versus your passion at home or with your spouse or with your family or with your parents or your friends. And so I'm going to try to tackle this really difficult topic today. And I just want to tell you that Number one, I don't have all this figured out. Okay. There's a time where times where my life is a hot mess. And y'all know that because if you follow me on any platform, I'm very real. Um, what you see is what you get. And sometimes I go a little dark and I kind of disappear. And probably through those times, I'm doing some major internal reflection and I'm trying to balance my life as well. And I'm just being really honest with you because I don't want to act like I have this all figured out. But I definitely have addressed what I call life guilt, aka in my life, it's mom guilt. Um, I think that this is something that I have struggled with for years. And in the last couple of years, I've finally have figured out how to recognize it when it's playing a role in my decisions, when it's playing a role in my negative thought patterns and how to just let it go, how I got to get the crazy out of it and get it out of my mind and out of my life. And so I think this is a topic that actually is going to require two podcasts. So in part one today, I'm going to talk about the truth about it and break it down and why we have it and recognize when it's in the driver's seat and how it really can creep like a small vine into your mind and destroy big accomplishments that you may have or big thoughts you may have, or big wins you may have because you have this underlying guilt and you don't think you deserve what you actually have in life. So I'm going to break this down. Now, the first thing is the truth about mom guilt or life guilt, however you want to describe it, is that it's created in your mind. Okay. And it's created in your mind because It is perceived based on media, based on people around you. And this ugly word that I struggle with all the time called comparison. But most of the time, the guilt that we are carrying is not from other people. Okay. Now, sometimes our parents or our other maternal figures or paternal figures or people that we really respect, they can make us feel guilty about something or they can shame us. But the majority of the time, the guilt that we carry around day to day that affects our decisions and affects our mindset is something that we have placed on ourselves. And when I really started thinking about this, um, I wanted, I want to give you this example. Okay. If you've ever been pregnant, (laughs) you've ever been like nine months pregnant, you know, you probably can identify with this. If you haven't been pregnant, um, you can also probably identify with this because I'm going to use this example because it's, it's goes two ways here. If you have been pregnant, you know that there are times where you just feel meh. Okay. You feel like, oh my gosh, I'm huge. I can't really move very quickly. Um, I'm uncomfortable. It's just a weird feeling. You know, you're just kind of off on all parts of your body. And so because there's such a connection with your mind, there's times where you feel when I was pregnant, I felt very vulnerable and very almost 
unsafe, if that makes sense, and not super strong. I felt weak at times because, um, and maybe for some of you, you felt opposite, but I'm just talking from my own perspective. And I would have people come up to me all the time and I would, and they would say, oh my gosh, you look so beautiful. You are the most beautiful pregnant woman, blah, blah, blah. You're glowing, you know? And I would just think, are these people insane? Like I'm sitting it from my perspective. And let me tell you something. I'm not feeling beautiful. I'm not feeling strong. I'm not feeling great. I'm not feeling shiny. But on the flip side, I recognized something one time I was looking at a pregnant woman who was in my hospital and she was just smiling and glowing and, you know, trotting down the hallway. And she just looked so beautiful and gorgeous and strong. And I thought, oh my gosh, this is now an opposite perspective. I'm not pregnant. I'm looking at a pregnant woman and I think she looks great. And both of those things are true. Okay. Both of those things can be true at the same time. I'm looking at someone thinking, man, that's, that's beauty. That's strength. That's gorgeousness being pregnant. That's just such amazing power having a life growing inside of you. But the person can also, that's pregnant may also be feeling weak and unbalanced and like, Oh my gosh, I'm, I'm awkward. I'm uncomfortable. Both of those things can be true. And so this was an example in my own life that I thought, okay, you know what? I can be succeeding in life and that is true. But I can also be feeling really guilty about something. And that is true. So I need to like do some self-examination here and think, where is this guilt coming from? And 99% of the time, it was hard for me, but I recognized it was coming from myself. So why do we have this? Well, part of the reason that we have guilt in our lives is because we have we have created for ourselves what it is to be a mother or a father or, or an aunt or a sister or a friend. We have created a story in our mind and we have built that story on the modeling that we have seen from other people. Now, some of us didn't have good modeling. So we actually have taken that quite the opposite. You know, some of us had a parent that was absent. So we're like, you know what? I am never going to be absent. I'm going to be at everything. Well, that in itself is you're telling your story of what you think it is to be a good parent or what it is to be a good friend or spouse. And we kind of create this story in our mind and this model of what we think we should be. So for me, I had a stay at home mom and she was amazing. My mom is amazing. And she, really took care of us. She, you know, was there all the time and she was not just there for myself and my sister. She was really there for everybody in the neighborhood. And I remember even being a child thinking like, you know, this is what a mom is. A mom is somebody who takes care of not just her own kids, but you know, takes care of everybody else, takes care of the wounded animal even. And so when I became a doctor and I became a professional and I had a career and then I decided to have kids, I started thinking to myself, I started measuring myself as the model, as the story of what I had created in my mind. And I created that story based off of my own mother. Okay. So some of us create a story based on the opposite of our parents. So if you have a parent that, like I said, was either absent or was really harsh, you may go quite the opposite. You're going to model completely opposite. Now I had a mother that I, you know, adored and was really a great parent. So I thought I have to be exactly like her. And how can I do that? I'm missing things. She never missed anything. I'm missing the the play. I'm missing the performance. Um, I'm missing the soccer game. I am a terrible mother. And so these, this is the guilt. This is where the guilt comes from. It is the story that I've created in my mind. Now, it's just like the pregnant person. The reverse is true. I bet if any of you and I sat down with me and heard me talk about my kids, you would probably figure out relatively quickly that they are the light of my life and that I love them and I'm 
fairly good mother. Like I, I I would, I would say that I'm a pretty good mom. Um, they are my everything, but I'm not my mom. And so I had this internal conflict and what that resulted in was guilt. And this guilt perseverated in my own mind. I brought this on myself. What I didn't realize is, oh, I'm going to work every day and modeling a work ethic and modeling what it is like to show up every day. That's a great characteristic to pass on to your child. Uh, The second thing is I'm going um, to work every day and I'm not just... um, you know, living this life of like, okay, I'm just putting myself before my kids. I'm actually also showing them what it's like to be innovative and creative because I'm doing different things and I'm taking risks. And then the other thing that I realized is, wait a minute, I'm also showing my kids that it's okay to fail and it's okay to struggle. And for so many years, I've tried to keep that part of my work-life balance from my kids because I didn't want to put it on them, right? I didn't want them to see me stressing. But here's the thing. You determine the amount of guilt that you have in your life, whether you're comparing, 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 whether you're trying to model to someone else, that is all on you. And this is the harsh truth of what I realized. I thought, you know, okay, maybe if I work less, I'll have less guilt. Well, some of that might be true, but let me tell you, Even when I would take a week off, there's times where I feel really guilty because I'm on vacation, I'm with my kids, but I also want to like do something for myself. And I'm thinking, oh my gosh, I'm still having mom's guilt, even though I'm on vacation because I just took two hours to go shopping or get a pedicure. See, this is the story we create for ourselves modeled on how we envision what a parent is. And it's, it's, once you realize that, then you can realize a lot of things. So this is the thing. When guilt is in the driver's seat, that is not a good place to be. And what I mean by that is when you start then allowing mom's guilt or mother's guilt or life guilt, parent guilt, maybe your dad listening, to affect the decisions you make, then you're in a really dangerous place. Okay. And this has parenting applications and relationship applications. Um, how many times have you not wanted to do something? Maybe you, a friend asked you to do something, but you don't really want to do it. You're exhausted. You're tired. You know that you need to spend some time with yourself in self-care, or maybe it's just sleeping or whatever it is, but you say yes out of guilt. You automatically made an action out of guilt being in the driver's seat that is actually you're not your healthiest action, okay? And then you start to resent. You start to resent the fact that you have to do this thing. But the whole reason you did it is to avoid guilt. You're reacting to a guilty conscience, which is, which is crazy, right? It's, it's totally crazy. And it's the same thing with parenting. Um, there's many times where... I wouldn't, you know, I didn't want to discipline my child. I didn't want to be the disciplinarian because I had been gone or because I had somehow in my mind thought, oh, I I was at work today. And if I come home and I discipline them, then they're only going to see me as the disciplinarian and they're not going to like me as a parent. When in reality, you know what? Your kid is going to act out whether you're at the grocery store or whether you're in me, mommy and me swim class or whether you're in an operating room because they're kids. So I also had to recognize that, man, I got to be a parent. I got to show up 24 seven, whether I'm have a career or not. Like I can't, 
again, make decisions out of guilt. Guilt cannot be in the driver's seat. And the thing is that, you know, guilt is really not a positive emotion and it's not from God. Like it's not a good thing. Okay. Um, it's very different than when you have done something wrong and you know that, that you've actually done something wrong and you need forgiveness, forgiveness and redemption and to get right with yourself. That's not what guilt is. Okay. I'm talking about that. That's totally different. I'm talking about guilt, like to live up to this ideal of perfection or this model that is create that you've created in your mind that actually doesn't exist with reality. So the model of motherhood that I created in my mind was my mother. And in reality, that, that I will never be my mother. I'm a, I have a full-time career and plus I'm just a completely different person than her and that's okay. And instead of embracing that for years, I carried this guilt around, right? And I, I tried to overcompensate and do things with guilt in the driver's seat. And now I do an internal check and I can recognize when that happens. And so in order for us to recognize that and for me to give you some steps, which is part two of the podcast, which will be next week, we have to really get into limiting beliefs, okay? So limiting beliefs are things that you tell yourself to be true. And they come from a positive place. They come from a place of protecting yourself. You tell yourself these things and then you start to believe them because you want to protect your brain. Um, You want to protect your brain because maybe you don't have the mental energy to really face the truth. Um, Maybe the truth is too too hard, too painful. Um, Or maybe you just don't believe that that actually you deserve... um, to be happy and to live a life without guilt because maybe what was modeled for you was martyrdom, okay? And and this is really hard, I think, spe- especially for women. I think that we are literally taught to be martyrs. We are taught to kind of walk around, always doing the harder jobs, you know, working more, you know, having to carry the load of duties. And that's just our, you know, that's just our life as women. Well, again, it's a false story that we create for ourselves, And a lot of times it's based on limiting beliefs. Limiting beliefs can be anything really. They're different for every person. Um, for me, a lot of the, one of my limiting beliefs is, you know, I have to work really hard. And if I want something done, I have to do it myself. So I've told myself this for years, um, that I have to work hard and I have to do everything myself. And I've talked about this on a previous podcast. That is one of my biggest struggles in limiting beliefs is that I have to do everything myself and I can, therefore, what does that mean? I cannot ask for help. Well, guess where that limiting belief has led Sasha Shulkut? Overcommitment, burnout, anxiety, because I'm doing so much that I'm going to drop one of the things that I'm trying to do and I'm going to make a mess of it. Um, disappointing people because guess what? You can't do everything in life. (laughs) Newsflash. So one of my things that I've had to really work out is I have to recognize when guilt and when my limiting beliefs are starting to take over the driver's seat because they're passengers in life with you. And you know, sometimes they're going to creep back in, but you have to constantly push them to the backseat or just better yet, throw them out of the car. And so one of my affirmations that I tell myself all the time is it's okay to ask for help. I have to tell myself this. This is like cognitive therapy that I have to actually change my belief system and tell myself, actually, Sasha, what you learned was wrong. It's okay to ask for help. You actually don't have to do everything and you don't have to do everything yourself. So once I started recognizing that number one, guilt was in my own brain, that I was 99% of the guilt, 
I was putting on myself. Yes. Do other people make me feel bad when I say no to this or no to that? Sure. But you know what? They're, they get over it. Why aren't I getting over it? 90% of the guilt I'm, I'm putting in my own brain. That was a huge revelation for me. Number two, when recognizing when I was taking actionable steps with guilt in the driver's seat. So I was doing things number that I didn't want to do that weren't healthy for me or that weren't actually healthy for my family because I was saying yes to work things just out of guilt or I was saying yes to family things out of guilt. Now I don't do that. Um, I, I am pretty good at saying, you know what? The only reason that I would be going to this thing is out of guilt or the only reason I would be taking on this project is out of guilt or this only thing that I would be saying yes to this is to please someone else out of guilt. I'm not doing it anymore. Um, and then the third thing is recognizing those limiting beliefs. Maybe your limiting belief is, you know, you have to procrastinate. That's who you are. I have a lot of friends like that. They're like, well, I just can't get it done unless I procrastinate. And I coach a lot of women through this. And I'm like, okay, let's break that down. You actually think you can't do the work today that you're going to wait till three months from now to do because you could only work under a deadline. You're telling yourself that that is a limiting belief. You know what? They change their mindset. They get rid of that limiting belief. They start having an affirmation that they're not procrastinators. They get work done ahead of time and voila, they get it done ahead of time. So these are, this is an amazing thing with that. I wanted to leave you with hope because actually mom guilt is, here's the thing. Your kid isn't going to turn out good because you have an, a major amount of mom guilt. Your relationships aren't going to thrive in your life because you come from a place of guilt. So you want to always meet those friends or take care of this person or, you know, do X, Y, and Z from your spouse. If guilt is in the driver's seat, it doesn't equal a great outcome. Authenticity, honesty, getting real with yourself and real with your kids and real with your boss and real with your colleagues at work and your expectations. That's where true freedom and peace and blossoming relationships and blossoming children come from. So when I'm really don't want to do something either with my job or in my, with my kids, guess what? I'm pretty honest about it. When I also, I'm honest about my struggles with my kids. And you know, here's the thing. Your kids are going to remember who you are and they're going to remember what you model for them more than anything in life. They're going to remember what you model for them. Meaning, If you don't take care of you, you're teaching your kids not to take care of themselves. If you don't have enough strength and confidence in your own authenticity to say, you know what, I'm not taking that on because that's just not something I want to do. You're teaching your kids that they need to always drive with guilt in the driver's seat. They need to make their life's decisions out of guilt. That's pretty convicting, isn't it? Once I realized that, man, I'm modeling this for my kids, I'm modeling how to live a life of authenticity for my kids, meaning I got to tell them when I'm failing, I got to tell them when I'm struggling, and I got to tell them when I don't want to do something, that, that is coming from a place of power and empowerment and authenticity, and that's what you're going to model for your kids. So when someone says to them, hey, we want you to do this, guess what? They're probably going to have a little more gumption and strength to say, you know what? That's not my thing. I'm not doing that good or bad. Like they're going to have the strength to stand up to people because you're modeling that behavior for them. So these are all the reasons why I, Sasha have gotten rid of 
mom guilt and I can identify it still creeps back in every now and then, but man, I do not let guilt be in the driver's seat and make decisions for me. I hope that something I said today resonated with you and the next episode, we're going to go even deeper into some actionable steps to get rid of the mom guilt, to get it out of there and get those limiting beliefs out. As always, live brave and remember, check out the masterclass. You will love it. And I invite you to take a journey with me for 12 weeks. I would love to get to know you. Reach out to me, send me an email, sasha at becomebraveenough.com and let me know your questions. I would love to answer your questions on a podcast. Have an amazing week. This has been an HSG production. 